Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. This is actually a pretty special episode for me. As a lot of you know, I am an Air Force wife, and a big mission with my company, All in One, is we put military spouses to work to help your business grow in social media. But I also really spend a lot of time trying to educate other business owners about what it's like to be a military spouse so that you can market to active duty families better. Well, with Veterans Day right around the corner, I reached out to my awesome taco-loving friend, Heather Dobson, who is the community builder over at GoDaddy, where she leverages her skills as a connector and drives and helps small businesses succeed. Her mission in life is to help people lose their J-O-B and find their J-O-Y. And why I wanted Heather on the show is that she's actually an Air Force veteran. She served as the ammo troop assigned to the 523rd Combat Munitions Unit, 27th Fighter Wing, and she currently lives in Arizona with her super adorable dog, Joker. She's here to talk with us about what do brands need to know about active duty military and veterans. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you so much, Desiree. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Uh, You know that working with the military community is something that's really near and dear to my heart. So when I can talk about small businesses plus military plus all this stuff, it just makes me really happy. And you know, you would think after all of my time in the military life, I would be able to spout off all of these different numbers and letters and words. And I am, I grew up in this life. I am just not good at it still. Yeah, that's okay. Literally, once I learn how to say the things, we move. So, (laughs) (laughs) of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, why don't you tell us about your time in the Air Force and how it has affected you as a business owner? Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, uh, I was an ammo troop. Uh, That's a munitions specialist. I had a great time in the military. And when I originally went in, my intention was to stay in forever. Like I had, I I am a person who believes 100% that I was put on this planet to serve other people. And so spending a portion of my life in the military serving my country was the very least I could do to, to serve to serve my country and to serve the people around me. I had, a, I had a great time. I made some decisions to get out and to go into law enforcement. And then eventually, as you know, for the past 10 years or so, I have been a small business owner. And I will tell you that without a doubt, there are a couple of things that the, the military for sure helped me with. Number one is structure and organization. Before I went into the military, I was not organized and I didn't have a lot of structure. And even so much so that when I told my parents that I had enlisted, which really bothered them because I was actually going to college in ROTC to go in as a commissioned officer. And then I decided I wanted to enlist. When I told my dad I enlisted, my dad was like, you know, you're going to have to get up early, right? you know, people are going to yell at you, right? (laughs) Like those kinds of things. But I really excelled because I needed that structure. So that along with really learning how to lead, like really learning and watching people who are phenomenal leaders, as well as watching people who were not so great leaders, and really taking the best characteristics from the people who, who I saw as great leaders and being able to apply that 
during my time in the military, my time in law enforcement, and now my, my time in business about modeling that great leadership behavior. Awesome. So I think that that's great structure, organization, leadership. And those are definitely all foundations of both military life and business life. Like you can't survive without any of those. Absolutely. So now that you've transitioned out of the military life and you are investing in your business and yourself and doing all these, these great things for veterans, what have you learned about veterans from what you do? So I work with uh, a lot of veteran organizations on a, on a bunch of different levels. Some are veteran-owned small businesses. Some of them are nonprofits that help veterans in a variety of ways. It could be with mental health issues. It could be with employment issues or education issues. And then at GoDaddy, we have a large population of veterans who work at GoDaddy also because GoDaddy has a commitment to hire 100 veterans or military either military or military spouses per year for the next six years so a hundred per year so we have this great veteran population that is at uh, GoDaddy as well so I am really active in in a lot of these military communities and what I've found is that there are some things that make me really happy and something that things that make me really sad so what makes me happy is I see these people who are transitioning out of the military and who do have these incredible skills, leadership skills, organization skills, structure, decision-making skills. Oh my gosh, that's one of the most important things uh, in business is just being able to make a decision and then you know be held accountable for your decision. But they're coming out with these amazing skills, but they're not able to find meaningful or gainful employment. And they also don't know necessarily that they're capable, they're completely capable of starting a business. So those are, those are a couple of things that, that I see and with all of the work that I do with, with the community, these are things that I want to address. So what is it that businesses can learn from, from veterans and, and the, the military community? Like what is it that we need to know about this community if we want to work with them or sell to them or just have them be a part of our brand? Yeah. So let's, let's really talk about this. I really want to dive into this. And this is not only my opinion. I also crowd crowdsource some of this because I definitely have opinions on this, but I crowdsourced this and reached out to a couple of groups uh, that are uh, military members, military community. So both active duty or I'm sorry, active duty veterans and military spouses are, are in these groups. And I asked them like, what bugs you about when businesses are marketing to veterans like how or to military members? So there's, there's a lot of stuff here to talk about. One of the things is, let's just remember that our military community, we're human beings. Whether we're the active duty service member, we're the veteran, we're the military spouse, we're the kids of the military member, we're human beings. And so you need to market to us and do business with us the same way you do business with, with other people. My number one biggest pet peeve is when people start to market to veterans or military members, they make it very masculine. They forget that there are a lot of women in the military and there are a lot of women who are veterans as well. And that is a super, super big pet peeve of mine. Um, even at this military conference I was at a couple of weeks ago, there was a reference made to, thanks to all the ladies in the audience, we appreciate you being military spouses. 
no, don't do it, guys. Don't. And I, and you know, it's funny too that you mentioned that because now that I think about it, like all of the imagery I see, because as a military spouse, obviously I'm marketed to for like my, the, my CCA and, and all that kind of stuff, like work from home and all that kind of stuff. But all of the images are an active duty man with a wife and a kid, not in uniform. And that's so interesting that you don't think about it, but it's a, it's a big chunk of people. There's a lot of women like in the base I'm at, there's a lot of women there. In fact, my husband's shop is like 30% women and the woman in charge and his, the woman in charge of him, his, his shop chief and his first shirt are women. So that is a very ignorant thing for them to do, I guess. Yeah, it's, but, it, but it, it's very common. So I can give you an, an example of a story that happened to me recently. Well, not recently, but a couple of years ago. So I live in the state of Arizona, and Arizona has veteran license plates. And so I was, bought something one day, and the guy was helping me carry it out. And he saw my veteran license plate, and he said, oh, who in your family was in the military? And I said, me. Like, that's my license plate. He's like, oh. And another time, somebody, somebody said, thank your husband for his service. And I was like, well, I'm not married. He said, well, how did you get that plate? And I said, I am a veteran. I am a veteran. So this is pretty pervasive. I, Arizona now has woman veteran uh, license plates. So that's what I have now. So this is, this is really important. And not only that, let's, let's look on the other side of it too, military spouses. There are men who are military spouses too. Like this is not a, uh, a position that is relegated to women only. There are men, believe it or not, civilian men who are married to military women. And so the, the more businesses try to pigeonhole military, the, the military community, the more they're going to turn them off. And let's talk about those images for a second. You mentioned that when, when you typically see marketing it's a male military member in his uniform and wife and kids in civilian clothing listen we see those pictures everybody military members and we know what's supposed to be on a uniform and how a uniform is supposed to be worn how a, how a cover how a hat is supposed to be worn all of these kinds of things and so if you are messing that kind of stuff up we are going to call you out on it and we're going to see it almost as a sign of disrespect. Yes, 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 yes. I, uh, I, I, re I literally had this happen in the last two weeks. So there's a company that's marketing to, to military spouses. And people are commenting on it all about how the uniform is wrong. Don't pop your collar. Where's his flag? His, where's his, his unit patch? You know, all these things about the uniform. And they responded with, guys, it's just a stock photo. Yeah, and I was well, like, there's your, there's your no, <laughs> no, there's your don't do it. Is that you're using stock photos, right? And, and, and again, this, this is a problem because what happens in most stock imagery is that this is what you see. You see the male military member up front and the, the military spouse is kind of is relegated to the back, right? This is not the 50s, people. We don't have our husbands hovering over our shoulders and doing all those kinds of things. Military spouses, both male and female, are making purchasing decisions. And in most cases, they are making all of the purchasing decisions because the military member is deployed or is on temporary duty 
or like this is their responsibility, the home is their responsibility. And so we need to remember that. So using those stock photos, not an excuse. I will never accept that as an excuse. And let's stop pushing military spouses into the background. And I think that it's also important to represent military families as a whole, not only showing you know, military women with a civilian husband, but also showing variety of race, and then also showing two military people married, because that's also really common. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lack of diversity in this, uh, in a lot of marketing I see too. And um, this, this really is an issue, because you're correct. There are a lot of uh, military to military couples and there are a lot of interracial marriages and all these kinds of things. And, and, and what I see is really everything just kind of washed so that it is still stuck in this, perpetuating this, this myth that it's all white people in the military <laughs> that are, you know, men that are men married. With mar- yeah, married. Now, my question on imagery is, what sort of images then do you think would resonate with a veteran, whether they're a younger veteran or like yourself or an older veteran who's, you know, more of a retired age who's, you know, served long ago? What sort of imagery do you think touches them? Because we're talking about active duty, which we, you know, of the uniform piece. And of course, that's something that will resonate with them. But what also would touch with people who are senior veterans? Yeah, so I think it depends on really what your goal is for whatever your product or service is, right? <clears throat> like I said at the at the beginning, we're all just human beings. I mean, we have this, this happens to be our job, and we this is what we do because we love our country or whatever the purpose is for us being in the military. Um, but remember that we're human beings first, and if you address that before you address, like, you're a veteran, you should do this. One of the one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is that they just slap a flag on everything or they turn everything red, white, and blue. And they think that, okay, then this talks to veterans. Like this is, this is going to spark the interest of the veterans. But remember what drives successful marketing campaigns is emotion. So if you can evoke emotion in a person, so the demographic of that, if you have an older veteran who is maybe uh, Vietnam veteran, uh, Vietnam era veteran, or Korean War, any of those kinds of things. What is going to evoke emotion in them? The same with me. I'm not that young. I'm a Desert Storm veteran. So, what is going to evoke emotion in me based on on my experiences, my total life experiences, not just the fact that I served in the military? Now, if you have a brand that is more geared specifically towards military. If you look at things like grunt style clothing, grunt style apparel, um, who has now branched out into to all these other products, they are geared specifically towards uh, mil- the, the military community. So their branding and their marketing can do that. But if you are a chiropractor or a dentist or a carpet cleaning company, unless you are only serving veterans, Remember, that's just one, the veteran population is just one part of your, your overall business, and you need to be marketing accordingly. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All in One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All in One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world. 
while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So anything else? So how would maybe a more everyday business, like our boring business listeners, how is it that they could connect with military, the military community, not maybe on a, whether it's an ongoing basis because maybe they are near a base or a veteran community, like maybe like in Phoenix, like you, there's Luke Air Force Base out there. So people in Glendale, like how would they connect with that military community? Or maybe how would people or businesses connect around military appreciation times like in november when it's military family appreciation month and veterans day what what do you advise to them in that capacity yeah so there's there's a lot of things that that we can do businesses can do to to show support and that's really what the military community wants is to feel like they are supported we're not looking for special treatment if you have a military discount that's awesome we appreciate that but show the support right and show the support by helping us know that you understand that sometimes living the military life is challenging. So whether you're the service member or you're the spouse or you're a veteran, you have experienced some challenges in your life. And so the more that you can create stories around the fact that you understand the military community, that's, that's great. If you can you know, show your support, if you have a physical storefront, and you show your support by sponsoring a unit that is deployed and you have their pictures on the wall. You know, having maybe customer appreciation nights where maybe it's dedicated to the military community if you live in a place where there's a large military or veteran population. Align yourself with military-related nonprofits so that you're showing that you are supporting those of us who are serving or who have served the country. And did you have any more tidbits or anecdotes or just funny shares from your crowdsource stuff? So, I, I actually did this too with my military spouses and, and there were some pretty funny ones. So I was wondering what you, what you had found out. So there were a couple of things that I thought were really interesting that I never even thought of. And one was if you have, if you have a physical product that you're selling and that you're shipping, make sure that you're, you're telling people whether or not you ship to FPO and APO uh, addresses. Like that's a big deal. If you're marketing, if, if I'm in, mm, I don't know, Korea, <laughs> like you are, and you're delivering marketing messages to me and then I go to your website and find out that I can't even get this shipped to me, like, like you've lost me as a customer because you don't even understand, excuse me, you don't even understand me. The other thing that somebody brought up, again, that I didn't even think of that I thought was great, was that if you have a household product or some type of food product and you're advertising it, let us know if it's in the commissary. Yeah. I Brilliant. Thought that was- Utterly brilliant <laughs> commissary i'd also include the shopette because a lot of times they'll have separate stuff there that's actually a fantastic point are you in my commissary <laughs> yeah 
So any other closing thoughts for us today, Heather? I mean, you've given us so much great information and things to think of, and, and I think uh, also reiterating some things that I, I try to beat the dead horse with. The, the <laughs> uniform one does drive me the most crazy. But do you have any other tidbits or info or things that we should do as business owners to make sure that we're connecting with that military community as best as we can? Yeah, I just, I just want to reiterate that remember that, that we're people um, and everybody in the military as well as the military spouses have their own lives and their own hobbies. There's more to us uh, than just serving in the military or being the, the military spouse. We are multidimensional people. So you don't have to wash every one of your messages with some kind of uh, military message. If it doesn't make sense, don't do it. Mark it to us as human beings first, always. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And of course, for your service that you did. I know that it's not easy and watching it from a spouse's perspective. So I, I appreciate all that you've done, not just for us here on the show, but for our country. I really do appreciate that, Heather. Thank you. It's definitely my honor to serve this country, and it continues to be my honor to serve my community around me in lots of different ways. Awesome. So how can people find you, connect with you, learn from you? So I'm pretty easy to find. You can Google me, Heather Dobson, D-O-P as in Papa, S-O-N. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Heather Dobson is my page. On Twitter as Heather Dobson on Instagram as Heather Dobson, and on LinkedIn as Heather Dobson. I know a couple of things about personal branding, so. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like you like your name, huh? So, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thank you again for being on the show, Heather. I do greatly appreciate it. And guys, until next time, I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.